0: Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Gemma Serenity Gorogov. Today, we have an inspiring episode featuring Lynn Pliska, a passionate and dedicated healer based in the heart of Chicago, Illinois. Lynn Pliska is the founder and soul behind Love You First, L-Y-F, with a small Y. Capital L, small Y, capital F. She will tell you why. A transformative healing platform that works globally, bringing mind, body and soul healing to individuals seeking profound positive change in their lives. With an unwavering commitment to helping others connect with their inner selves and achieve peace and balance, Lynn offers an array of services that cater to the unique needs of each individual. At Love, at Love You First, Lin specializes in various healing modalities that include but are not limited to. Reiki energy healing, a powerful technique that helps to channel universal energy, promoting healing and well-being. In a child trauma healing, by delving into the depths of the past, Lynn helps her clients heal emotional wounds from their childhood and reclaim their true essence. Past life regression. Through guided exploration, Lean assists individuals in uncovering and resolving issues that might stem from previous lifetimes, fostering personal growth and understanding. Hypnosis. Utilizing the power of the subconscious mind. Lean empowers her clients to break free from limiting beliefs and patterns, allowing them to embrace positive change and growth. Tarot reading, drawing upon her intuition and extensive knowledge of manifestation tools. Lynn offers insightful tarot readings to, to provide guidance and direction on, li- on people's life's journey. Love Yourself weekly coaching sessions. Lean's personalized coaching sessions are designed to empower individuals to love themselves fully, fostering self-awareness and self-compassion. To help you find the best path to healing and transformation, Love You First offers free consultations, during which Lean will work closely with you to determine which service aligns with your unique needs and aspirations. With a warm and hands-on approach, Lean works individually with every client that comes through the doors of Love You First, creating a safe and supportive space for their personal growth and self-discovery. If you find yourself seeking relief from stress and anxiety, looking to tap into your inner wisdom and intuition, or simply in need of guidance and direction in life, Lynn Pliska at Love You First are here to support you. You can contact Lynn at 708-608-1095 to schedule your free consultation and embark on your journey towards greater spiritual wellness today. So join us on this empowering episode as we dive deep into the transformative world of healing with Lynn Kliska Mm -hmm. from Love You First. And remember, it's never too late to put yourself first and start your journey towards a more fulfilling life. Lynn, thank
1: Uh, thank you you.
0: for being here. Blessings (laughs) to you as well.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity greatly. I do.
0: That's amazing. We do too. I can get, I can tell you that. We do too. <laughs> Lee, my first question for you, as we are on Real Talk, women breaking the silence around abuse we are disempowering the abuse by putting name on it and we are empowering individuals to recognize it and to grow past it so my first question for you what kind of abuse did you experience in your life
1: do you have a moment
0: yes i do <laughs> <laughs> so um
1: First of all, for everyone that's watching, I wanted to say hello and blessings to you all and much love. Um, we're all in this together as much as we feel separate sometimes. Um, but the the types of abuse that have, have um, been entertained in my life since I was younger uh, include emotional, physical, mental abuse, uh, relationships that um, were just great learning experiences now that I can think of it. Um, But a lot of stuff had stemmed from childhood. You know, there was um, a lack of self-awareness about who I was and what I was doing here, which most of us when we're younger have. And uh, that leads to a lot of experimentation when you start uh, drinking or doing other things when you're younger or you know having ideas and you know when i was younger spirit was coming into me but i didn't understand what it was um but i was really searching for who i was um and that led me to you know uh ending up being um in situations where i've been raped where i've been hit um and a lot more mental abuse uh, from young age on forward uh, which i learned that you know there was only so much I could tolerate. Most of it was mental abuse, Um, always being talked down to, always feeling not good enough, always having to, to understand the other person's side before I took my own. So I, at this point where I sit now at 46 years old, I actually understand that the worst abuse that I could have suffered in this lifetime so far has been not taking care of myself and giving myself that love first. I allowed everything else to take precedence over me. And that in itself is an abuse that stems from childhood on forward with, you know, any sort of sexual abuse or anything in that way. Um, So when you speak of abuses, there's many, many, many forms of it and i cannot tell you a single person in this world a single soul that i've ever spoken to or came in contact with that has not had some form of abuse the extremities (laughs) as as far as it goes is as little as it goes you know exactly so since we're individuals the way i really look at it and that's why with with life love you first what i do is i i talk to the person Instead of having a typical program where everybody does the same thing, we're not all the same people, you know, Um, someone saying, uh, calling you out of your name one time could be so hurtful and and just detrimental to you, but someone else would be like, "Eh." it's not abuse to them. So you always really have to see where somebody comes from to understand because you can't take away from somebody's feeling of what is not good. Versus what somebody says, well, I think it's so good. It's not not your journey to look at. That's where I think a lot of people go wrong is that they put us into individual boxes for our abuses. Um, And, you know, it led to me, especially with um, the way I spoke, I, for a very long time, learned to speak to others and speak down on them and expect too much of them. And everything that was in me that was welling in that abuse area started to come out towards other people which was now thinking of it great lessons, but, you know, apologies out there already, but very embarrassing to my soul.
0: Mm, I totally understand that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for opening up. The first goal when we are opening up about what we have gone through is to show the way of daring to say how it was so that people living in it right now can recognize that we do understand you are not alone.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. We have gone through that too and some people are still going through that now, yeah. today. So we are not alone in the suffering. Right. But putting words on it recognizing what comes, what stems from childhood, what what stems from from self-abuse. When you have integrated the voice of self-abuse, like I'm not good enough, I will never amount to anything and those kind of things, (laughs) it becomes your own voice. You do not even remember where it comes from. And only with absolute deep inner work with people like Lynn, you can actually figure out, Oh, actually, it was my father, my mother, my brother, my whatever. My <laughs> someone who was close to me when I was young. Yeah. Who actually, I gave a wrong meaning to what that person was telling me. And now I've made it my own. And I'm living out the consequence of that. And it becomes subconscious. Oops. Mm-hmm. Right? hmm <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the amazing thing is, is, is now I've, you know, in 2019 is when I had what I say my major awakening is when I came to a point where all I was doing was trying to please others, which is a trauma response. Um, and I was working, working, working to avoid any type of um, issues that were going on in my home or with the people, you know, in my home or my family or Um, so on and so forth, It, it was, you know, overworking, overgiving, trying to please all these people. When I got to a point, I realized that, you know what, I started having bad relationships with others because I didn't have a good relationship with myself. But like you said, it came from a point of when you're younger, our brains are like computers. And no one explains to us about how they work and how they process and how they store and actually how your brain will store terrible, terrible things that have happened to us to keep you safe. So when you do this work, you have to Be ready and put that work into your own journey because no one is here to do it for us. We have to do it ourselves. It's opening that door and taking a peek and saying, okay, I'm ready to make these changes because otherwise it just leads into the same program over and over and over. And you'll find the same person in different faces everywhere you go because it's you. It's reflecting. (laughs) So, you know, in 2019, I I had had enough of that. Somehow something happened where... It just snapped and I was in a terrible relationship. I stood up, I walked away, very narcissistic behavior coming from her end. And um, I put a gun in my mouth and I said to God, I said, show me who you are or I'm coming home. And at that moment I heard a voice speak to me and say, "Put put it down. So I did. And I wasn't a depressed person at all. I was just done. I was done feeling like I wasn't part of something I was done not knowing what I was, or who I was, and I was done at the same. We start to notice there's a pattern. It's reciprocal. And I was done blaming everybody else. And because I opened myself up to take that part of my journey and say, I will look into the icky parts of me because it isn't always everyone around us. It's what we accept. It's what we don't take accountability for. It's not our fault. It's just part of the journey. And, you know, when you can smile about that at some point, you realize like, thank you for all of that. And then it was just, it was a steamroller. I, I went and uh, I hired a life coach, which now I do coaching, thinking she was going to teach me how to be a coach. And what she did is she helped me teach myself about who I was and many blessings out to her, Ronnie, her name was. And from there, I learned about Reiki energy healing and I got my first session and I fell in love. Oh, it was it was amazing. Yeah, the 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 feeling I got, the weight that came off my shoulders and everything that started coming at me, I had more energy and space for instead of pushing it away, I pulled it in to, to start learning. And I studied Asui, Sophia, Karuna Reiki, um, they're all different forms, and went through past life uh, hypnosis regression got uh, regressed and found out so many lifetimes that I've lived in. It's, it's, It's really amazing to take a look because there's a lot of things that go on now that you have no clue are stemming from lifetime after lifetime. We just didn't get it. We didn't make the move. We didn't open the door. And a lot of people don't even know that door is there. And that's why it's good that we do things like this where we talk about this because we have our modern medicine and we have modern ways to do things. But there's so much more to a human than just the brain and the the pharmaceuticals they can give you, we'll say, Um, you know, and it just it led me into so many different modalities and opening up to who I was and remembering that I am a soul living in a human existence and not the human living a soul's existence because I was doing it the other way. And that's not fun because humans, we err a lot. And we attach to a lot of things and we, we carry a lot on us, people's words, people's weight, mostly others. It's not even ours. So, you know, that's, that's when I started to completely start to follow. And, you know, when I asked God, show me or I'm coming home, you wouldn't have never heard me speak the word of, you know, God, this, or I believe in God that it wasn't that I didn't believe in God. It was just that I didn't have God. And now it's, I know. God, to me, is an energy of an existence of duality and unconditional love. That's why, you know, um, I think life gets a lot easier when you surrender and flow with it. And that's what I like to do is, is talk to people and take and let them remember that they can still dream. They can still imagine. But to recognize it can be real. It can happen. You can get yourself out of these things. And there are people there to help us. But when you're fighting so hard just to survive, you forget to receive when the good comes in too. So those hands come out and we just don't take them sometimes because we're so stuck in the repetitive thoughts that I can't get out of here. I can't do this. I can't change my mind. No, this is the way it's always been and it's going to be. These are all our, this is all our own fault. We have the ability to have choice. People forget that, so that's what I like to do is work with people's human until they can connect with their spirit, and then we go into you know the energy and the spiritual intuitive work and so on and so forth, um, so that people can remember that there are a lot of facets to who's standing right in front of you, and um, a lot of amazing facets a lot of people don't touch base with. And now, like I think we spoke earlier, I said now I look at my past. I look at the young age with drugs, alcohol being raped, having all of the anger issues, not feeling good enough, um, not really being able to relate to anybody, and feeling as if like all of this was on my shoulders because i I was very empathetic, and I didn't know I was taking on all of my friends' stuff too. So I was always trying to to leave this earth because I couldn't help them. had nothing to do with me until twenty nineteen. Right. Then I saw me.
0: Yes. I'm wondering, did you do some Myers-Briggs uh, personality test. What? I'm sorry? Did you do some Myers-Briggs personality test? No. With, with the four letters that really define you I'm I'm very curious. I have my idea which letters you are because of how you how you you approach life, how you experience it, how you feel it, how you you go about it. Um, I, I will be very curious when you find it out.
1: All right. Well, I'm game if you want to do it. <laughs> I, I've been through um some some stuff. I went through in the academy. I took an inner child trauma healing uh, hypnosis academy. Um, where literally you go under hypnosis and you go into your subconscious and you clear the neurons it's called the RAS system, reticular activating system. So I'm certified in that and I do that wow. as well. But it was pretty interesting the things that come up that you can't remember from childhood. Yes. And then and it comes to the weird. surface. And like I said earlier, your brain puts things in these pockets to keep you safe. But they have to be worked out at some point. You know, so if if you want to start and move through your healing, you know, but we did, uh, we did, and I also um, study. I study a lot. I'm a big geek. I love to. I study about everything, so I can have a little basis of anything. Numerology, you know, Egyptian times, African times, you know, um, crystals, and just everything. And uh, I started to realize that with all that studying, how much we all are really the same because we walk around thinking everyone in this world is different and no one will understand my story no one will understand my pain there's a lot of different ways to experience pain and it could be a different face and a different town and a different couple or whatever it be but a lot of us respond to it the same that's where I like to connect with people is in the response because your response what you focus on grows and the only real, true ability of control we have beyond what is controlling around us anyway, is our response.
0: Yes, because we cannot change the event that happened. We cannot change someone coming to coming to life, someone living life. We cannot change suddenly big war in the entire world. We cannot change those external events. But what mm-hmm. we can change is the meaning we give to it is how we interact with this event or we don't interact that's possible too how we keep on nurturing our our divine connection with the whole with the entire universe and it's much oftentimes when we try to solve a problem and to find out how that is going to happen it's like just remind yourself that the universe is much more creative than you are. Just (laughs) surrender and let let, let the answer come. It's so much easier. You said it,
1: it's surrender. And that is one thing we are taught in this society, in this world, that surrendering means giving up. Not at all, especially when you come out of abuse or you're in an abusive situation. Surrendering to that means that you're giving up on yourself, surrendering to the fact that you know you're not in peace within and knowing that you do have some ability to start to choose your own path and to make the hard decisions and do the hard things to get yourself away from some type of abuse, whether it be mental, physical, whatever it be, that's where you surrender. You're surrendering to your soul. It's need for growth. We don't even recognize, I didn't even know I had a damn soul until I was like 43. I'm like, what's a soul, my soul? You know, you would tell people, oh, you're my my soulmate. Well, do you understand what that means? Most people don't until you're getting out of the darkness and pulling that light into you. But we need the darkness. We spoke of this earlier. You need it. It's a duality. It's it's a, it's a universal law, almost to the pol- law of polarity that you have to be able to understand both sides of it in order to meet in the middle. The Kabbalah, you have three paths. We usually travel on the outside of the three paths. We have to go up the middle. And when you go up the middle, you get enlightened. And it doesn't mean you're Jesus or Buddha. What it means is that we all have the same capabilities, love, and and anything that came from any of these great masters.
0: We forget. Exactly. And when I just heard enlightened, you are full of light, and you are lighter. And it's all encompassed in the same word that has Mm -hmm. a much bigger meaning than that. But it's already a good idea to start grasping what it actually means to be enlightened.
1: Right. And that's, I mean, you're coming from, like, I literally... and we talked about this earlier my job in the real life in the real world as i call it i've been a corrections officer for 24 years so i've been in the world's second largest jail for 24 years and i have seen the the depths of the the worst and i've seen other extremely positive things as well come from that and you know walking throughout there for at least 22 of those years not realizing how important our soul is but yet living with my heart but having to do a job that's that's the survival mode that's the warrior mode everyone goes into that it's survival warrior or victim and when you step above and outside of that and you refocus your energy and and knowing how important everyone out here that's listening to this i'm going to be the one to say it to you today you are very very important no matter what somebody tells you, no matter how many hands someone lays on you, no matter what happens to you, you are very important to your own soul, to your own path. You're needed in it and you have the ability to make choices. If there's biblical people out here that are into religion, God left us here with choices. That was the only thing that we basically, you have a choice to sin or a choice to be good or a choice to leave or a choice to stay. The thing is, we forget because somebody's tied us up so much. In our minds and in our bodies and our hearts, we forget that we are here for ourselves. So sometimes you have to reach out. Sometimes a messenger comes in and tries to bring you a message to enlighten you to move a different direction. It's your choice. But when you choose it, there's people like you and I that are out here to say, I understand let me sit with you let me help you hold this until you get to peace let me show you tools but everyone has to do their work i know you didn't get there just by sitting back going oh let me let everybody do everything for me no <laughs>
0: Oh God, you,
1: to no. To accept, you know which is hard because when you're pushing through everything and you're trying to survive it's hard to accept exactly. you you then become that person for someone else.
0: Exactly. And one of the things I discovered by being victorious over 15 years of domestic violence, beaten, put down, raped, and was killed twice, same than you, is that physical being physically hit, the body will heal itself somehow, yeah. and oftentimes very good. And you don't have to do anything for that, really. You just make sure it doesn't infect. But more than that, you're good. It's going to come, it's going to get better. And pretty fast, usually. It's very a tiny, tiny percentage of people who do not get better and really get their body broken forever. But that's very, very, very rare. Most of the heat you take them, you heal. You don't have to do anything. What we do not address and what we do not think of as being a serious thing is the emotional abuse. When your emotions are being hijacked by another person, your your, your ability to think is being closed down, shut, shut down, shut off. When you cannot even imagine for yourself a better future, that is emotional and mental abuse. And that is the worst of all abuse. It's even worse than sexual abuse. Because at this sexual abuse, it's one moment in time and it's over. But right. em- emotional and mental abuse, it keeps on going and going and going and going. And you keep on repeating that to yourself in your own memories, making it more alive and more prevalent. So getting out of that seems insurmountable. This is why most of us at some point we consider suicide, but suicide is not the answer. Suicide is a desperate way to try to get rid of pain. But it is not getting rid of pain for real. It's just continuing the same life. It's not not solving the problem. The only way to solve that emotional pain, which is real, is to actually go to people like Lynn or myself or many of my other guest speakers. Someone you connect deeply with. Someone you, you, you feel is the right person for you and open up about what's going on so that that person can help you see clearly through you see clearly what's going on and start to heal those emotion wounds this is what and you let, do with inner uh inner child healing child
1: well. trauma healing yeah the hypnosis going into the subconscious and and I just have to put this out here because I've had I've had some clients come in and they want to do one or two sessions and then they're like, well, I'm not healed. <laughs> we talked about this earlier. I'm like, it took me 43 years plus the past lifetimes that I believe. And if you don't believe in past lifetimes, that's fine, everybody. But if, to get to the point where I'm starting to do this healing again. So how many layers do I have to peel off, take a look at? Um, but that's just the, the point where uh, patience and there's so much that goes into this. It's literally, that's why I say I hand take in people. I talk to people individually on my own. I have a lot of connections um, and people that I work with too. that are psychic mediums, counselors, uh, dieticians, just you name it. I can probably connect you to it and I'll make the call and find out if I can't. The thing is, is that a lot of people, um, they want to, they want to now, this whole world is built on now and now never happens because the only thing that happens now is this conversation and from this point forward we don't know what's going to happen after that but also too there is a divine timeline that's built by universe by God that allows us to be and move into certain aspects of our life when we're ready so if you don't take the step and the chance on yourself to start to understand some of these things. Your growth will you it still grow, but you're not going to grow at the exponential uh, abilities that someone that's already taken those steps and went into their own darkness that wants to take and hold the space for you can help you do, and that's why it's really important. And I literally, you know, like I said, I'm changing from chaining people up to unchaining people's souls, and and that was a switch that I had to do for myself until I understood. That that's where I stand now. It's where I stand in this world. I don't debate anyone anymore. I'm not attached to religion or a house or my animals, even though I love all of these things. I'm not because that puts me into a position where I have to be judgmental. You don't like what I like, so why is all of this starts to create problems when you pull yourself back and you allow patience and all the virtues that come and patience is a big one. But you allow lack of judgment from yourself about yourself and others. You have patience, compassion. I'm not big on empathy. A lot of people like to say they're big with empathy or the empaths. It's, it's a, I believe it's a portion of the journey. I don't want to walk in your shoes. You don't want to walk in mine. Until you get to the point where I'm compassionate for your story and what's going on and you're compassionate for mine. That's where I'm more lie. It's more in the heart, I believe, to have that compassion and kindness versus the empathy. Because the empathy means that now I'm taking on everyone's stuff around me because I care. I really do. And when you do that, then you start to destroy your own... Yeah. And we do that sometimes in, in relationships that are abusive. We want to take and make a move or we want to do something, but we are so empathetic towards our partner because we're programmed that even though they abuse us, they're still our partner and we still have a commitment to them and all this other, um, that you never take and take yourself out of that position. If you're compassionate towards the fact that this person is committing these abuses towards you, the more compassionate towards yourself that you need to take and have peace, that's when you start stepping towards the light and come out.
0: Thank you for enlightening, us. I really appreciate that. (laughs) I
1: appreciate you.
0: So tell us again, love you first is L-Y-F and your Mm. website is L-Y-F healing, life healing, right?
1: Lifehealing.com, yes.
0: Okay, 708-608-1095 to call you.
1: Yeah, that or they could leave a text message. I respond way quick to text messages, um, especially if somebody's out of town. I do. I work with people. If you're in Chicago, um, I can work with you in person. If you're anywhere else in the world, we I do online everything if it's needed. I do online regressions. I do online trauma training. I do online Reiki. Um, it's pretty amazing because energy is constant, so you can never stop energy. So it can flow. Just you and I looking at each other, speaking. For anyone listening to us, looking at us, feel the energy. You'll, you'll feel as soon as you come on, it'll either be a connection or it won't. Exactly. Uh, it's the way the world
0: moves. That's the beauty <laughs> of it. That's absolutely amazing. Lynn, it's absolutely a blessing and a joy to have you today. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And like I said, blessings to all your followers and anybody that's listening. There are other people out here that will, that will hold that space for you. You have to make the decision and allow it.
0: That is absolutely true. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Lynn. And we talk again very soon. Absolutely. All right.